It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's, everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. Jake RK, what is up, chat? How you doing? I'm doing good. Last time Are I you? was on this set, uh, <laughs> I was turned the fuck up because yeah. the Broncos won last night, and we had a blast. It was a legendary night at the DMVR bar last night. The Broncos win was so satisfying that I saw Jake Schwanitz smile before 10 a.m. today. <laughs> That's a real thing that happened. He got into the car. It was all smiles off rip. <laughs> it's a great day, man. I was, I've been wondering what's going on. I'm like, man, Jake's, you know, sometimes the vibes are a little low. It's just the Broncos the whole time. Pretty much. <laughs> Just needed a Broncos win. Now Jake is, uh, you know, as smiley as can be. Yep. I love to see it. I mean, I was, I'm was. i still kind of riding the high from the Chiefs game, if I'm being honest. Dude, it's fun to be a Broncos fan right now. And uh, like we'll talk about today, uh, enjoy it while it lasts. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, let's talk about, uh, for one more day at least, the story that everyone is up in arms about. Oh, it's not just going to be one more day because <laughs> the hope. next coaching opening, it'll oh, just be that. We're going to do this. We are going to do this at this time of year forever as long as Coach Prime is here. And maybe that could just be this year. Maybe that could be next year. Maybe it goes beyond that. But Coach Prime is going to get brought up for every big <laughs> opening that exists. Yep. Um, we took bets on who would do it, but Coach Prime kind of took all the stress out of who was going to ask the question by saying, let's get rid of the bull junk right away. And people aren't going to, that quote's not going to make print, but he did, he is calling it bull junk off yep, rip. Yep. Uh, so our friend Nikki Edwards stepped up to the plate. She asked him about the rumors from Stephen A. Smith about the Texas A&M head coaching gig. He says, I want to win. You think I really sit down and talk about that kind of stuff? I'm good. We got to win. Let's focus on this week. And some people still yeah. aren't satisfied. Okay, so here's the truth, Jake. I get it. I get why fans are, I, I think, more, actually, more worried after that quote um, than they were before. And I knew it as Coach Prime was saying it. I was like, there's only one thing he can do here that will quell the concerns and even that will still leave people a little uneasy and the only thing you could have said is i have absolutely no interest in any other job i'm here at colorado for for now or whatever you know for the foreseeable future mm -hmm. um but i don't think coach prime was ever going to do that no and there's a lot that goes into this um but before i get into any of that i just want to say this 
You're not going to have a good time if you spend your days worrying about this stuff. Wrong pipe? Almost. Oof, kind of. Tough. Um, the, the Coach Prime era is, you know, there's an old country song. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. And that's what you have to take in the Coach Prime era. It's not going to be here for a long time. But it is going to be a good time. And it's been a good time so far. Yep. Uh, and so for me, don't spend your days worrying about this stuff. One day the Coach Primera is going to come to an end. I don't think it's going to be this year. I'll stay with that. Um, but when it does, you just say, thanks, Coach, for all the good times. Good luck. And to, I know that's easier said than done. But also, like, I'm, I'm in the same seed as all of you guys you know the, the cu fans who are almost like just wanting to clutch and hold on and, and you know and, and try and you know you, like if you squeeze them tight enough can't leave right uh it's just i don't know for me you just got to enjoy it while it lasts now that being said going back to the quote i don't think coach prime is going to do that because there's a lot that goes into this stuff one it's leverage right like you know, if if he wants to stay at Colorado, he wants a contract extension. Being wanted from other places helps you get that here. Yeah. Uh, how many times have we seen it? I mean, Jim Harbaugh did it last year. <clears throat> exactly. Jim Harbaugh did it last year. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian did it to Colorado mm -hmm. in the Carl Durrell cycle. They wanted to hire Sarkeesian. He flirted with Colorado, and he got a, a, a raise to more than what they were paying, offering him to come to Colorado to be the head coach, to stay at Alabama to be the offensive coordinator. Next year, he gets a Texas job. He played it pretty well. Um, so there's that part of it. Um, it also, like, there's a uh, Coach Prime benefits from being in the news. So if people want to talk about him and keep his name out there, that only keeps his name hot, right? Mm -hmm. um, Colorado isn't winning right now, so there's not nearly as much hype around the program. But... There's, you know, the old saying, uh, all press is good press because you're out there. You're, you're, you're being talked about. Uh, and that's good for Coach Prime. What's good for Coach Prime is good for Colorado as long as Coach Prime is at Colorado. Now, the question, the follow-up question, let me know if you want to jump in here and say anything. But the follow-up question then was, what are you telling recruits? Yep. What are you telling the recruits' parents who are asking you this? And he said... No recruits' parents are asking me that. Right. Uh, but if they were, what would you tell him? And he, and he went on the long quote, if you want to read it. I am here. I am here. My mother is here. My sister is here. My dog is here. My daughter is here. Three of my sons are here. And my other daughter comes out for home games. I get mail here, pay taxes here. I'm here. There you go. That one should make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. But again... that that's what that's the important part and the truth is what coach prime really should be saying to recruits parents is yes i plan on being here for the foreseeable future if not you can just go wherever i'm going <laughs> right. you know like <laughs> i'm gonna be coaching yeah exactly i'm gonna be coaching somewhere um but either way like i said this is, it, it's not worth it to go through and dissect every word he says and read between the lines and say, well, he didn't categorically deny it. 
not every coach does that. I know Dan Lanning came out and did it. Honestly, even then, I'm still not saying, oh, Dan Lanning's for sure out of right. that. You know, like, everyone has a price. Everyone has a reason. I think Coach Prime is actually more tied to Colorado than most coaches are to their school because of his kids being here mm-hmm. and because they, the, of them having used their, tr- uh, their free transfers. So don't worry too much about it. And don't try to dissect the words because it's not always as simple as just like he gets up there, he says, no, I'm not leaving. And then we just move on. Like that doesn't happen very often. And even if he were to say that, it wouldn't mean he's not leaving categorically. Right. But I mean, you said it like he called it bull junk off the top. He did. Um, The I'm here quote, I thought was pretty. It's a pretty good statement, I think. Yeah, I thought so, too. What his plans are. I don't think he plans on leaving. Um, and you know, we talked about the whole thing yesterday, the reasons like the nitty gritty reasons why he wouldn't leave, whether it's Colorado or an A&M, but, um, I don't know. People have been in this fan base have been hurt before. You know, you mentioned the Mel Tucker stuff, Yep. uh, tweeted out. what do he say exactly? Oh, he said, I'm fully committed to building. It's a, the university of Colorado building this program to whatever, you know? Yeah. He like. Full on, hundred percent commitment, gone within forty eight hours. Exactly. So, that's just. I mean, he's not the first one to do that either. I mean, coaches lie to the media all the time, and they aren't exactly truthful when they're put into these situations of other job openings. So, I understand why there should be some skepticism, but he's not leaving. <laughs> I sure don't think so. Uh, that the temperature on Twitter though has completely changed today. Um, and it's, uh, it's tough to see. Um, there's people from all over the place saying he's gone. He's it's over. He's gone. Um, I think it's important to note that we haven't even seen any like Texas A&M insider exactly connect coach prime to the job yet. Yeah. They have, there hasn't even been a, an actual rumor out there that there's interest. Yep. Now I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. There should be. Mm hmm. They should absolutely pick up the phone and call Coach Prime and, and see what they would have to do to get him there. Uh, but that hasn't even, we're, like, we're at the very, very beginning of this, you know, of the, of the Texas A&M coaching search. Of the entire coaching carousel. Yes, exactly. Um, so my advice is to not spend every day worrying about this because every opening that comes up, Coach Prime's name is going to be brought up as it should. And there you go. You know, like you just... Hope that he's here next year, and you hope that he's here the year after that, and you keep hoping, but worrying about it doesn't do any good. But, you know, you go to his response when he was directly asked about it, and he said, let's focus on this week. This is also a head coach of a football team that is in season, yep. and he is very much focused on a game that is in three days. Yep. They are down a day of preparation this week, so... I don't think it's worth reading too much into between the lines of what he said today and going, oh, well, he didn't, you know, outright deny. He didn't say I'm going to be here for XXX amount of time, but he's got a game. He's focused on this team. He's focused on other things and getting through this season. So I think you just got to kind of take it for what it is today. Yep. I agree. All right. We had Amari McNeil and Cam Silman Craig. Also on the podium today, but first a word from our friends at Hestra Job Gloves. Uh, guys, Hestra is a glove company. Been, they've been doing it for 85 years. 
Uh, they've hooked us up with a few pairs of gloves. They fit amazingly well. They're warm. Uh, when we get to the, the snow months here ahead, those are going to be the gloves that we use to shovel out our driveways and just keep warm, really. Um, visit HestraJob.us. Use the code DMVRJOB, and you can get 30% off your next purchase. And anyone looking to supply their team with high-quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at josh at HestraUSA.com. And then shout out to Hero Bread. Still on the Hero Bread bandwagon, are you? Yep. Yep, I am. Uh, tortillas, actually. Hero tortillas are unbelievable. They are tremendous. Uh, Sounded like Coach Prime. I know. <laughs> I was going for that. They're undern believable. Um, it's, I don't, I don't know. I never thought it would be possible to make a low-carb tortilla that tastes just as good as a regular tortilla, and they did it. Um, I'm, I'm working on the diet. I'm going to get there. I'm off to a slow start. It's football season still. I know. I thought that Folsom game's ending would help me out. But no. Then the Broncos won last night. It really threw me off my game. No, we still got a while to go, bro. I, I still believe in me. I'm I believe get, in you, too. I'm going to get this thing started this week. <laughs> Let's go. Love to hear it. Uh, so if you are also on a diet and are looking to avoid cutting bread out of your diet, check out Hero Bread. Um, again, their tortillas are awesome as well. They're offering 10% off to the DMVR fam. Just go to hero.co, use the code DMVR, and you can save on Hero Bread today. That's hero, H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. Then my friends like invited me to go out for dumplings tonight. Mm. It's tough. It's tough gotta, out here. You got to resist, man. I know. I got to stand on business. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have pickleball, so. Of course. New season. You're just grinding this, through these seasons. This is the this is the year that we get the chip. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Last year, five and zero start, disappointing exit in the playoffs. We're getting it this year. I still believe in you. Thank you. Uh, Coach Prime was asked about going back on the road this week, and he said, uh, "There's progress, but we can see we can't seem to make that play." The thing I love the most about this team is they do not give up. They fight to the end of every Dern game, and we're pretty young. We have Dern near the whole team coming back. We got some good things brewing. And this goes back to the first segment. Look, if you look at the specific quote related to Texas A&M, you may not have gotten the answer you wanted to hear. If you listen to the entire press conference today, though, what he said at the end here, we've got Dern near the whole team coming back. We got some good things brewing. That doesn't sound like a coach who is going to abandon this roster and this team after one year. Yeah, I mean, I'll go back to what we said yesterday. Um, just because there's a bunch of new people who are interested in this all of a sudden. Logistically, it does not make sense for Coach Prime to leave this year. I think that when he took this job, he knew exactly what it meant. It meant he's here for at least two years. After that, it's on CU, fan base, NIL donors, which is the fan base. Everyone can be an NIL donor. Um, it's on all of that to you know, help create an environment that Coach Prime believes that he can go to the highest of heights at. But when Coach Prime took this job, I think he fully understood, okay, I'm getting all the guys to transfer. That'll be their last opportunity to do so. And... Bless you. Excuse me. Uh, and that is, you know, that's, that's what that is. Shador's going to finish his year at the university, of, or his career at the University of Colorado yep. before he goes to the NFL. That's, it would be a logistical nightmare this is not the same shirt from last night uh it would be a logistical nightmare to try and go to texas a&m and bring shador shiloh chelamai you know all 
uh, get everyone to transfer, get everyone Travis. cleared. Travis, getting him to transfer, getting him cleared. Um, it would just be, honestly, you'd be praying that the NCAA shows you mercy and says like, oh, it'd be a massive gamble. Yeah, it, it would be a huge gamble and one that I just don't think Coach Prime is willing to take for the sake of money. Yeah. Um, we know that that's one of that's not his main motivation. But yes, no, I, I just busted out another vintage, vintage Broncos shirt tea. today um, because I'm proud of the Broncos. Me too. What's up, Big Teasy? Uh, Coach was asked about Cam Ward uh, and Wazoo in general. He said they're so similar to us statistically, physically. Cam's a phenomenal passer. We've got to affect their protection. We should have opportunities to run the football as well. Uh, this team has gone on quite a bit of a skid. I guess the Buffs are as well. Uh, and they're both kind of fighting on, to hang on to bowl eligibility after having strong starts to the season. Mm, we so, should also talk about that in segment three. What? Bowl eligibility. Okay. Coach was asked about Dylan Edwards. He said, uh, well, the question was the ups and downs in, with Dylan Edwards. And he said, I don't think it's ups and downs in regards to Dylan. We have to get him the ball in space. That's on us to figure out ways to get the ball in space. He's a phenomenal player. He did also mention, by the way, that he's just not built to run between the tackles. Okay. He straight up said that. But this is the head coach speaking. Mm -hmm. Why is it not happening? I don't know. Why? Like, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. The head coach knows that Dylan's not built to run between the tackles. So why is he running between the tackles? I don't know. The head coach knows that they need to get him out in space. So why aren't they getting him the ball in space? Why did they take the little, like, shotgun sweep out of the playbook? It was their best run play this season. Why have we not seen him targeted on a wheel route? We don't see him targeted downfield at all. Why? What's going on? This offense has obviously got a lot to figure out still. It doesn't make sense to me. Yep. It was comforting knowing that Coach Prime sees all the things that we see. But if he's saying it, why aren't they calling it? Why aren't they designing it? Why aren't they scheming it up? Who, who do I have to talk to? Who do we have to <laughs> If the head coach can't get it done, who can get it done? That's a great question. And I'm not question. blaming him because he's not the one calling the plays and, and, and designing the plays. But, I mean, he's got to be saying this in coaching meetings and stuff, too. They, they, everyone has to know this inside the building. Everyone has to know this. I know. And it, it blows my mind. It, it truly does. Like, you, you don't see the Minnesota Vikings coming out of a game being like, yeah, we really wanted to get the ball to Justin Jefferson. We <laughs> just couldn't do it today. Yeah. It's like, no. If you want to get the ball to him in space, then just get the ball to him in space. Just do it. All the, That's all you have to do is just do it. It's not like they can stop you. It's just like Arthur Smith and the Bajan Robinson stuff. Now, I will say they have attempted a couple screens. They've attempted a few things, but not enough. Mm -hmm. Not nearly enough. I mean, when I say they can't stop you, they can stop you on one play. They can blow up a screen. They can sniff it out. They can do whatever. Uh, you know. But they started first play of the game against UCLA. They motion... Uh, Dylan into the flat. Two straight to passes to him. Bang, bang. Yeah. Keep going. It's like, it's almost, uh, I forget who was talking about. Oh, we were talking about this with Marvin Mims last <laughs> night. It's like, we're, we're checking boxes with Marvin Mims. It's like, oh, we, we tried to get him the ball. Yep. Check that off. Move on. Like, no, you got to make a commitment to this stuff. Uh, and it's like, mind-boggling that they can't get Dylan Edwards this dude burst onto the scene was literally in the Heisman conversation after week one 
and they haven't been able to get him in the end zone. They haven't been able to really get him to break off a play since. No. Uh, it's a failure on the offensive coaching staff. People are keep saying, why are we just saying it on our podcast? Why didn't we ask him? It's, it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah. Fair. It's just not that easy in the press conference setting. There's a there's a <laughs> lot. I you know I understand people like doing our jobs from maybe like a gray chair with arms because that's what we do. We yeah. tell other people how to do their jobs from a gray chair with arms. Right. Uh, so I get it. But there's more that goes into it. And hey, it's maybe what Coach Prime would say. There's more that goes into it than just saying get Dill in the ball. But I haven't seen enough of a concerted effort from the offensive from the offensive staff to call plays that gets. Uh, that get Dylan Edwards into space. And they had plays that were working that they haven't gone back to. You know, they have seen man coverage, Jake. It's not as if, because for a couple weeks after TCU, I just yeah. thought, oh, no one's ever going to show them man again uh, because they cooked it so thoroughly. Mm-hmm. They've seen man since then. So why why haven't they gone back to the play that got them the fourth down touchdown against TCU? I don't know. Getting I don't think we've seen ac- that play since. That's what I mean. We have not. Getting Dylan across the formation, sprinting out into the flat, two clear out routes on the other side. There's no one out there. Boom, Dylan. What are? How is that not called again? Like I said, we've seen man coverage again. We've seen a lot of man blitzes. I will say, I don't know. Like I don't know. I just got so it's, riled it's up. It's not <laughs> as cut and dry, though, as you were saying, because they have tried to get Dylan the ball. And he's either, you know, like having to twist around. It's like not good passes from Shador. Like Dylan's like slipping on the Folsom field and stuff. Like there's been some some weird stuff going on too. He had a screen pass uh, two weeks ago and so against Oregon State. Went right through his hands. Probably would have been a touchdown too. So they are doing, they, they are making somewhat of an effort. I don't know if it's enough of an effort to get Dylan out in space though. Yep. And I'll say this, just going back to the question part, why didn't you ask him this? If I had a microphone in that moment... I might have asked that follow-up, but right. the microphone is out and around. You yes. know what I mean? Like, then you already have a question that you've come in planning to ask. You only get one question. Yeah. So. For some people. Like I said, more that goes into it. And I, I realized when we said that, people were just, oh, you're afraid of getting your access revoked. No, we're not. That's that has nothing not how to do this with works. <laughs> and anyone who knows me knows that I've always been the same. I'm always positive when it comes to Colorado football. Um, I'm always, you know pro the program it's not like oh we got a taste of access now we're only positive like i'm just a positive person i have a positive outlook on things that's how i roll and anyone who's been following me for a long time knows that the show is called the dmvr buffs podcast we obviously want them to be successful yeah totally (laughs) and coach prime is not the type of person who if you asked him why haven't why don't you get the ball out to dylan edwards in space more Mm -hmm. he's gonna like be like all right screw these guys you know like he especially when it comes to football questions i think d- doesn't mind at all a inquisitive question about football and scheme and why not this why that no i agree he was asked about his mood during this losing streak he said i'm good my cologne is called win we're going through a patch right now that we're learning how to win every week i see progress i'm ecstatic about that i'm happy that this team has not given up our quit and that this fan base is still rocking steady and packing the house. Love it. Um, he was also asked on his focus going into Friday, or the team's focus, said, we got to start, we got to take care of the little things. Let's start with tackling. And they do have to tackle better. 
uh, especially in the secondary. Um, I mean, Cormani is a guy that a lot of people are going to look at, but I think overall, like Shiloh could probably do a better job at tackling. Travis could probably do a better job. Uh, concerted team effort to be better at tackling would really help. We got to block better. We have to run the football better. We have to take advantage of situational football as well. We have to be wise on the field and not beat ourselves. I mean, it's coach speak, but it's all that's what this team needs to be better at. Cut and dry right there. They need to block better, they need to run the football better, and they need to tackle. You do those things, this team is much improved. Yeah, the problem is that's like the foundation of football. Blocking and tackling. Yep. Um, and so they just need more talent in there. I mean, people hate when he does it, but Coach Prime sometimes keeps it too real for people. But he told you, like, I just need better players. Yeah. Um, there is more that goes to it for sure. But there's so much that we, we want to be able to point to someone and say, like, why, why didn't they coach them this or that or the other thing? Like, mm -hmm. If you think that they didn't coach them on tackling, you're crazy. But they have to go out there and make the play. The guy has to go make the play. No. Uh, and the more talented you are, the, the, the more free that you play, the less thinking you do on the field with preparation and stuff like that. And then you just go make plays. Um, I think some of these guys are tightening up a little bit uh, when they're left out in space and yeah. having to make a play like yep. that. Oh, and then, like, for Cormani, I mean, he's still a young kid. Yeah, and look, <clears throat> you'd like to see him do it. I mean, the touchdown run where he, you know. Just put his helmet on the guy's thigh? Well, yeah. no, I'm talking about the one where he just didn't even really enter the, the conversation uh, on the goal line. Oh, yeah. Um, if, if you watch, like, Sauce Gardner, he's doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, those those players who have that body type are never going to be aggressive big tacklers if you're Cormani though you do need to make a little better attempt and what you definitely can't do is just swipe at the ball and then take yourself out of the play these guys got to wrap up got to wrap and up and yeah exactly and break down yes but there's there is value to punching the ball out and you know peanut tillman was the one who kind of revolutionized that yeah but it's become a little bit crazy um, basically, if if you're not a linebacker, everyone is just in there just throwing hammer fists around trying yep. to knock the ball out. Uh, and I see this, I mean, in, every day in the NFL, too. Uh, it's just a, a trend that's happened. So tackling needs to get a little better. Uh, blocking needs to get better. And running the ball needs to get better. Um, Amari McNeil was up next. He was short. The full video is on our YouTube page. The one thing that really picked out was... He was asked about Coach Prime's comments and how he compared this team to CU, Washington State. Um, and he was asked about Cam Ward, whether uh, how he stacks up to Shador, because obviously he practices against Shador all the time. And uh, he said, not really. They're not really similar players. I feel like Shador's the better quarterback. Yeah. Just pretty straightforward. I loved yeah, it. And he just kept talking about how Cam Ward puts the ball on the ground. Yep. <laughs> He was like, yeah, he's good, but he also turns the ball over. Yep. But he is good, but he also turns the ball yeah. over. <laughs> Cam went on the podium after. He was great, as always, on how his season's gone so far, first season in Colorado. He said it's been exactly what I've needed developmentally. He's, he talked about how, I mean, he's kind of playing a different position. He was playing free all up until he got here, and now he, you know, slush goes down, and he just inserts into that star position. Now he's playing a lot near the line of scrimmage. 
um, in the box, just a different, it's way different than playing deep safety. Yeah. And I think it's the, what best suits his skill set. So I agree. I'm, I'm happy for him that, uh, he's been able to make that tr transition and he's playing well. Um, not as many opportunities to make plays on the ball like he did earlier in the season, but he's, he's just that type of physical safety that you like to get up, you know, into the box and he can make plays that way. All right. Um, DMV, you said first person should never punch. I agree. But you're seeing it a lot more. These comments. <laughs> uh, Cam was asked about Trevor Woods and his transition to linebacker. Said he's a big reason why our defense changed a lot. And I think Coach Prime mentioned that too a few weeks ago, just talking about how getting Trevor on the field has allowed them to play faster and really just keep their best 11 on the field at all times. Uh, Cam continued. He said Trevor's a smart guy. He's like our brain on defense. He's been great and has been doing his thing. Uh, I'm playing in Boulder. Cam says, I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, setting the home attendance record, that was awesome. People know what's going on around here. It's been a lot of love. And it's true. This fan base has been pretty amazing. Yeah, uh, that was my favorite quote of the whole press conference uh, uh, from anyone because Cam was glowing talking mm -hmm. about playing in Boulder. Ear to ear smile the whole time, talking about how he's never played in a stadium this loud. Um, the fans are on their feet the entire game. Um, the fans know what's up. Uh, and I think that's one thing that I've been really impressed with, with just this entire new era, like we've, I've mentioned before, but like every player kind of came in this off season. Mm -hmm. And so everyone learned something about every single player. Yeah. A lot of times, like when there's recruits, it's like a three-star recruit kind of just falls through the cracks and then all of a sudden he's a junior and he's playing and you're like, where did this guy come from? Like right. everyone knows where everyone came from. Uh, and Cam mentioned that he's like, ev like these fans know you, they know what position you play. They, they're not just like, Oh, I like Colorado. They like, they're really um, knowledgeable. Uh, and I thought that was really cool for him to mention. Someone tweeted at me. It was like every coach and player says this about their fans. I was like, not really. Like he got really specific mm -hmm. as to what what he was impressed on. He didn't just say, "Yeah, we have the best fans in the world." You know, yeah. everyone does say that. But I thought it was cool for him to get specific about what he's loved the most about this fan base. I mean, we see it on a day in day out basis with this chat. Just how plugged in they are. You go on Twitter; it's the same thing. Like this is turned into a rabid fan base, and it's been a lot of fun. And I'm sure for the players playing in front of them and just being on campus and interacting with them has got to be a lot of fun too. Yep. He was asked about Jaden Miller or Jones. He's played quite a bit his freshman season here. Uh, Cam said he's somebody to look forward to. I believe in him so much. And he really kind of gushed about Jaden Miller or Jones. He did. And, I mean, he's played a ton. He's got the coach's trust. <clears throat> yeah, he has. And he's played well in his opportunities. Uh, and it's just one of those things that I think sometimes falls between the cracks here when we're talking about this team. Like, that dude's a true freshman. Yeah. He's going to be a baller. Yeah. There's a lot of guys on this team that are just getting started. Mm -hmm. uh, and even some of the transfers are so young. You know, Alden McCaskill is one of the ones that I've brought up before. It's just like he's, he's got his whole career ahead of him. Yep. Um, so, you know, patience is, is important everywhere. Even Amari McNeil, who spoke in the podium today, after this year, he's got two years to play too. And Coach, Coach Prime flat out said it. This is a young team when you actually look at it. Yep. And you go back to the senior day stuff that we did last weekend. And he said there was only one true senior on this roster. 
the other guys are other either graduates or have eligibility something else going on and i think it was only 14 15 guys they honored at halftime last weekend yep or i guess before the game <clears throat> by the way coach prime was asked about we didn't talk about it but he was asked about um how the players have adjusted yeah and he said i haven't heard a single complaint from anyone uh, and then of course you know he said we'd like a little more soul food yep um uh, which i'm very pro that of course he said even you guys would love it i'm like i know yeah um but uh did you catch what how he was addressed at that in that question yeah dion i know i, I was know. hoping for it i, I was hoping for it <laughs> i was hoping i was hoping he called him out on that uh, i i sta- did you see me s- neely wasn't in there today he had uh, he was filming another show but uh I wish he was there because my head had snapped around like who said that? That was funny. <laughs> it was funny. I think if the tone was a little different in there today, he might have he might have called him out. Hey, Coach Prime came in there fired up. He looked at Keeler, he's all you all right, you ready? You like you wanna ask me the question? Yeah, he said, <laughs> All right, let's get the bull junk out of the way. He just looks right at Keeler. Yep. <laughs> Keeler froze too. He did. He was like, no, I'll let other people start. But then Keeler did ask about it, basically. That's where we got the I'm here from. Keeler wanted uh you know, he wanted to read the field a little bit yep. before he jumped in. <laughs> all right. Um the Buffs on DraftKings Sportsbook are four and a half point underdogs going into this game. Money line. Money line plus 160. Yeah. Pick of the week? Yeah. Buffs money line. Let's go. Don't even uh, overthink it. Uh, shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. It's more fun when you get in on the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, the Broncos were pretty juicy on the money line last night as well, and we had quite a few people cash in on that. Right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, you can download the app, use the code DMVR, and new customers can score 150, 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR, the crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And state-specific responsible gambling resources, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com football terms. And then shout out to us. If you're enjoying the content, consider coming a DMVR diehard you get a free shirt at sign up, and every year after that, 20% off merch always, savings on events, um, access to the Die Hard Discord. You get a physical Die Hard card. You can check out the, uh, the circuit trip for the Broncos' final game of the season. Um, come down to the tailgate, and you can have a chance to win this weekend. We are giving away... Uh, never mind. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we got sales coming up. Well, we're also giving away uh, trips to Vegas this That's weekend. what I was trying to read, yes. Can you tell us? Well, two <laughs> nights, stay at Circa. Uh, we're giving away five on Saturday at a watch party here. Okay. Um, so um, look on the our Twitter for details about that. But uh, if you're at the watch party, you're eligible to win. And then five at the Broncos tailgate on Sunday. There you go. Come hang out.
Do you want to go to the Broncos game on Sunday? I'm down. We should get tickets. Let's good. Let's do it. Hell game yeah. time it up. All right. Um, last thing from this press conference, and it's uh, it's been a pretty big topic. We maybe haven't talked as much about it, but it's pretty popular on social media. The kids that stole from the locker room in UCLA. And Coach Prime even kind of took a minute to go beyond answering the question. In his words, he wanted to address it. Yeah. And he said, let's not crucify and punish these high school kids. Whatever the punishment that comes along with it, let that be that. Um, let's not take away the opportunities for the rest of their lives because of that mistake. Let's make sure that those kids atone for what transpired, but they don't lose an opportunity to change their lives. They're kids. They made a stupid, dumb, idiotic mistake. Let's pray for those kids, man, and lift them up. I thought that was a great message from Coach Prime. Um, it's just a look inside to the player, the person he is. Yes, exactly. Look, he's so right. We all did dumb shit when we were 17. I actually got arrested when I was 17. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, trespassing. Um, but the point is, we, we've all done dumb shit when we, when we were young. Um, and... You hope that they learn a tough lesson. Um, like he said, pu punish them for the crime, whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. But once they serve that, give them a chance to say they learn from it and move on. And I think what he was really getting at without totally going down that road is like, let's not take away their football opportunities. If they're good football players, because they made this mistake, let's not stop them from being able to go and play football. Um, and, you know, it, it, you're... You're right. It, it's a look at the person uh, that Coach Prime is because he really, really cares about people and he really, really cares about kids and he wants the best for them. <laughs> um, for so sure, man. It's not as uh, glamorous <laughs> as you guys are making it out to be. <laughs> Chat's loving this, though. I'll tell the story if you want it. Uh, um, let me get this out real All quick, right. though. But this is what Coach Prime's about, and it's why he's a college football coach right now. He wants to shape young people, and I think he, he's not the type of guy that'll pass up an opportunity to coach up a young person or let them know that, hey, you made a mistake. Like, yep. There's also an opportunity to atone and make up for it almost, and I think that's what Coach Prime is saying, and it's just, I mean, it's grace. It's admirable. It, there's, it's a lot of words. Like, not, I don't think many coaches would go out of their way to say stuff like that about people who stole from their team. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's all. That's also why I didn't share my theory word for word about what happened, because I was wrong. Mm -hmm. But you know, I, and that's why I was like, I'm not going to just throw around accusations. I have right. a theory about what happened. Here's my perspective. You can kind of ex take from it what I thought. I never thought about that, but it makes kind of perfect sense. Those guys have all access passes. Yep. Uh, they're walking around the stadium, and uh, kind of crazy. Like, kind. It had to be. I don't know. Maybe they're just on a tour and they went into the visiting locker room. Although right. it seems unlikely. It seems kind of a premeditated, which is kind of crazy. Plotted. I mean, they had the access. You probably knew going into that game. See you. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what I mean. That's not smart. I'm obviously. <laughs> Tell the story, though. I want to hear it. <clears throat> All right. Um, it's just, it's like, a, I'm taking all the glamour out of this, but, uh, so my friends played on the soccer team. Uh -huh. There's a freshman on the team. Um, 
he, you know, they were seniors. He wanted to be cool with the seniors. Mm-hmm. So he's like, my family is going out of town this weekend. I'm going with them, but you guys can throw a party at my house. So, of course, you're in high school. You're always looking for a house to throw a party at. Yep. So we're like, they, they take him up on it. I go with them. Um, they give us like the, the passcode, the garage code. So we come in, we're like carrying just 30 racks on 30 racks on 30 racks, you know, big <laughs> cases of beer into the garage. <clears throat> but one of the neighbors c- called the cops and said that, um, well, I'll get back to that. <laughs> So we're going, we're downstairs. It's only like eight of us. We're waiting for people to show up. It's super early. It's probably like 7.30 p.m. Um, we tell everyone, like, don't come to the front door. Come around the back. Go through the gate. Yep. Playing beer pong. Having a good time. I hear a knock on the front door. So I go up the stairs. Open the, and the, the door to the basement is directly looks into the front door. Mm-hmm. So I open up the door and I just see flashlights. Hella flashlights. Yep slam the door <laughs> run back downstairs now we had done this successfully before if you don't let them in yeah they can't come in yeah well that's if they get called for a party they did not get they had not been called oh, for a party no. the neighbors had called them and said that there was an armed robbery happening because oh, they thought God. we were like they, they, i don't know what they thought but they, they like we see we saw them carrying in like briefcases when those were just cases of beer. <laughs> so they so they got called for armed robbery. So now they can break down the front door, yep. which they do. And I'm telling you, bro, we're hiding in the basement. All, all the lights are off. And all of a sudden, like eight cops, guns drawn, come blazing oh, down shit. the stairs. And like, I'm the first one at the bottom of the stairs, like, hands <laughs> up. Like, we're good, we're good, we're good. They're like, drop your fucking weapons. I was like, I don't have any weapons. I was like, we're just some high school kids having a party. It was so scary, man. My heart was racing. They come in. They're like, there's no weapons in here. We're like, no. Like, turn the lights on. They see there's, like, cups on the table. We're playing beer pong. Um, And they were like, okay, like, go through it. I'll speed it up here. But they're essentially like, all right, so which one of your house is this? Like, we need to call your parents. And Mm -hmm. we were like, it's none of our houses. And they're like, oh, we're going to need to talk to the homeowners about this. So it was like, I think they were in Hawaii or something. So it was like way later there. Yeah. Somewhere where it was way later. So they call. The kid's not in the room with the parents to, t- to like vouch for us. Right. So the parents like, yes, charge them on trespassing. Like they are Shit. not allowed to be in our house. So we all get trespassed. And we got taken to like a, like to the police station. Yeah. And the worst part is... Girls couldn't be with guys in a cell. Over 18 couldn't be with under 18 mm-hmm. in a cell. I was the only guy who was under 18. <laughs> so I was the only person who had to be alone. Damn. But all of my friends were like together, just kind of like laughing it up, like whatever. Uh, in the end, the kid told his parents what happened and the charges were dropped. That was a long story. Sorry. I got in trouble in high school, too. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy, but yeah, we got popped at a party. I don't think they have a mugshot of me because I was a minor. <laughs> All right. Uh, quick it seems word. like people enjoyed the story. Maybe we'll have more story times in the off season. People did like the story. <laughs> we should just go live one day in the off season. Literally just, just, just hang out for an hour. <laughs> yeah. I like it. 
Uh, shout out to Illegal Pete's. This episode of the DMVR Bus Podcast is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. They're running a great promotion right now uh, through the end of the month here. If you go to a Buffs game or really any game here in the state of Colorado, bring in your ticket to Illegal Pete's and score a free house margarita or draft beer with this sound check promo. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. And shout out to our guy Parker for the free illegal Pete's. He's gonna be. Uh, oh yeah, he owes me. you. He does owe me. <laughs> also, shout out to Olipop. Olipop is uh, DMVR's favorite soda. There's about three hundred of them over there. there All is. the different flavors. Neely's gonna be hooked up when <laughs> he, he comes is. here on Friday. <laughs> Neely's definitely gonna get to try at least one flavor. Um, but they got tons of flavors. It's also beneficial for gut health. It's got nine grams of prebiotics in every can. If you've been out to our tailgates, chances are you've tried some Olipop. It also makes a great mixer. Um, flavors, vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, classic grape, tons and tons of them. <laughs> what? He's got a $20 super chat from Green Creole, RK's bail money. <laughs> Use the code DMVR. We'll put that away for the next time. <laughs> Use the code DMVR20 for 20% off your next Olipop order. DrinkOlipop.com. Olipop can also be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including King Super, Safeway, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods, and Sprouts. Luis says more stories. Everyone's saying more stories. I like I like telling stories, so we will we will do that more often. <laughs> By the way, Bernard's in the chat. My Huge God. shout Bro. out. Oh, I wish I had the things down. They're in Andre's office right now. To Bernard for sending us uh, the incredible painting he did of Shador. Uh, Dre, if you're listening, bring it down. Everyone that I've showed is, like, blown away. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, that's incredible. Yeah. It's like, I I don't know how to explain it. It's like real art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, yes. Like, Like, it could be in a gallery. And he said more to come, too. That's amazing. Oh. Con- uh, great. I mean, the beautiful, beautiful art. Uh, and like, I'm absolutely framing that. And oh, putting it for in my sure. house. Um, he also sent one for McChesney and Neely. So we'll give one. We'll give Matt his tomorrow and uh, show you guys. There you go. Mrs. Morris says uh, her husband loves Olipop. I saw someone say orange squeeze mimosas there, too. Oh, Diallo. Look at you guys. Creative. Name the segment story time. <laughs> That's a good segment. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, all right. Who's up? Mrs. Jobs. What are Jake and RK most looking forward to during Uncle Nilly's Southern tour? Food. The food for sure. <laughs> uh, uh, the people. Yeah, of course. I mean, I'd just like to go check out Jackson State. And Culture. Just see what it was all about. Yep. Yeah. I know. I would Try be- to imagine what it was like when all the people were there, when Coach Prime was there. Yeah. Game day was there or something. Yeah, totally. Um, it's, I, I don't know. I, I want to get it on the books, and then we can really start cooking. Um, someone said screenshot the pick. I think he actually posted this on Twitter. Let me see if I can find this. And What's the best Olipop flavor cream soda? Yeah, cream soda for sure. It's amazing. Uh, shout out to Lamar for the super chat. Coach Prime has said on multiple occasions that he is not going anywhere. He stated... He wants to be so dominant in Colorado. They generate enough money to build a baseball stadium. You're absolutely right. That's mm-hmm. going to take time, too. That is. I mean, I don't think the man's lied to us about his love for Boulder and his plans for Boulder once yet. And they are, I mean, everyone who who knows Coach Prime has 
said something about how much he loves it here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, again, I, I'm just like, I'm just trying to take everything one day at a time and just enjoy it while it lasts. It's one of the reasons why I'm like trying to stop CU fans from freaking out over each loss. Because I'm just like, ah, just try and enjoy this. Like, yes. I know it sucks losing. I'm not saying enjoy losing. I'm just saying try to take the bigger picture and understand that, that, that we're building something here. Now, Coach Prime were to leave, you know, at the end of this year, then people would have their, they would be able to say, well, it wasn't all that great. Um, but I would even push back on that and say, look, we got game day here for the first time in years. Uh, we brought in a bunch of new fans. We reinvigorated the program. We made the brand cool again, all of those things. But to me, like we're in the middle of a process here. I don't think coach prime is leaving this year. And because of that, I'm just like, don't sweat the little things as much. We've also got one hell of an off season in front of us. Yes. Yes. Uh, check sock real quick, Alyssa. I sent you uh, Bernard's picture. If you can pull that up. It's really sick. It's beautiful. It's truly beautiful. Yeah. We got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Look at that. That is fantastic stuff. And yeah. it honestly looks even better in person. It really does. It's awesome. It's incredibly well done, Bernard. Shout out to Bernard, man. All right. Let's keep these super chats rolling. Thank uh, you, Alyssa. Green Crayle says, thoughts on the about 95% of the team returning next year. We kind of already talked about it, but he's right also. Like, Yeah. And there will be some guys who maybe transfer that you weren't expecting. Um, every, every team has that. Every single team has that. But in the end, you're going to get back most of the guys who you want to get back. And you're going to have room to go out and replace some of the guys uh, that needs to be replaced. Yeah, I think, I mean, just off the top of my head, at least offensively, there's probably seven starters coming back on this year's team. Um, and then defensively, it may be a bit more, yep. I would guess. But you're still probably going to have at least four, five, six guys returning starters defensively. Like, the core is there. There's a core for this team. And yep. it's very talented. Yep. David says, once you live in Colorado, you never leave. It's funny because we were talking about this multiple times yesterday about yeah. Broncos. Yeah. There are so many Denver Broncos who come from all over the country, come and play for the Denver Broncos, some short, some long, that stay here forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's remarkable. Maybe this happens in other places. As far as I know, though, it's, it's pretty unique. Uh, and, and obviously the biggest example would be Peyton Manning. Yep. Spent his entire career in Indianapolis. He's from the South. He comes to Colorado. Plays four years here and is like, oh, I'm laying down roots here. Yeah. This place slaps. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, one that I pointed out yesterday is Jarrell Casey. Yeah. Plays his entire career in Nashville with the Titans. Comes to the Broncos late. Barely even plays a game as a Bronco because of injury. He's still here. Uh, TJ Ward. You know. Brandon Stokely. Brandon Stokely. Like, so many people come here and love it. Colorado's an amazing place to live. Yeah, Jarrell Casey was drafted to the Titans in 2011, played there until 2019, came to Denver in 2020, played three games. Yep, still lives here. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, there's many, many cases. And someone mentioned, too, when Constance went on the uh, Rich Eisen show, she said he loves it here. Yes. And she, she said he's not leaving also. She <laughs> like, did. She did say that. 
Um, is this? Oh, there it is. Okay. Is Warren Sapp to coach on defense? I. He's got to get his degree. Yep. We'll see. Maybe. Um, Beard King Gamer says, "What is a realistic haul for O line slash D line this cycle? Recruiting like how many haul. people? Um, I guess ten. For just trenches, ten total. Yeah." That's, that'd be pretty much close to a full class then. I mean, I'm talking transfers. Oh, and everything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for this cycle. So I think that that's fair. You include the transfer portal in a recruiting cycle. Would you? It's all the same thing now, yeah. basically. I think you're going to see 10 linemen, 10 new linemen enter the program this offseason. Probably even, I mean, now that I think about it with the edges. I mean, yeah, guys if you count like, edges. It could go more. JD and Taj aren't coming back. I don't know what McClendon's situation is. I can't remember if he was honored or not. He was. So then that's your top three edges. That's very true. Very true. Um, there's a Green Crayles RK Bale money super chat. <laughs> I appreciate you. Brian with the super chat, 10,000 uh, something says RK. Jakey. <laughs> Jakey. <laughs> Did you guys try to convince Coach Prime to stay in Boulder and be a buff for life for many years? It seems you're almost giving in to the fact that he will leave in the future. I mean, we're not giving in, but I think it's realistic to say that Coach Prime isn't going to be here for forever. Coach Prime has always gone to a place, blessed them, and, and then gone, gone to the somewhere next new one. to yep. bless someone else. Yep. Um, you just got to be thankful for your blessings uh, and you know, to try to uh, capitalize on them while, while he's here. And also try to create things that last um, while he's here and thing, you know, invest in things and spend time on things that uh, are everlasting. I will tell you, if we ever get the chance to talk to him, we'll probably make it pretty known that we want him to be here for a while. <laughs> totally. And I think we will get that opportunity. Um, I hope so. But hopefully on this show. Yeah. Uh, actually, hopefully not on this show, but also on the show would be really cool too. Well, but yes. it's just cooler to just not be <laughs> just on the to show. talk to him. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, Coach Brown knows everyone wants him to stay. There's nothing I can say or do that's going to change what he does, mm -hmm. what he wants to do. Um, so, yeah, like I said, enjoy the blessings while they're here. Yeah. Uh, from D Fio Boutique. Anything you can share about coverage this offseason? I'm making some assumptions here, but the staff knows your faces. I mean, I, I quite enjoyed our coverage last year, honestly, because it was fun. We had so many players to cover and stuff. Yep. I'm sure we're going to keep up with that. And, yeah, we do know a lot more people now this offseason. So hopefully that means more players, more coaches, more just people of interest. Also, people are learning more about what we do yeah. and where we do it. Yeah. Uh, and Coach Hart. It makes it a lot easier uh, to tell someone to come down and hang out with you when you say you work at a bar. Yeah, and um, that we can have a beer after. Yeah, exactly. Like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna bring some people down here, have some food, have a beer. Um, thanks to NIL, we can, you know, actually buy yeah. the players meals. Mm -hmm. um, during this off season, the bar actually wasn't open during our showtime. Now it is. Yep. Um, so that'll help. But yeah, I think, I think this off season is gonna be really great. Let's uh. Let's get two more wins though first absolutely also speaking of two more wins brett mcmurphy today put out how many 
bowl eligible teams there actually are. Ah, yes. Um, and he's not a friend of the program. No. Um, but he's it, still salty. It was a uh, it was a, a important information. I'm looking it up because I just want to get it right. I have a general thought on it, but I just want to make sure I get all of the numbers right here on how many bowl eligible teams there are and how many more are needed and then what happens after that. Jeez, this guy tweets a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> are right. you looking for the link to the no. website? No. He, I, I must have missed it. Maybe it wasn't actually him. I sh maybe I gave him credit where it wasn't due. Um, general, in general, there's like they need 86 bowl teams, and they only have like 62 right now. That's my ballpark guess of what I think I read. Um, and there are two schools who will basically automatically get a bowl bid if they don't end up having enough bowl eligible schools. But after that, five and seven teams come into the mix. Uh, and so if Colorado were to win this week, they could potentially still go to a bowl with five wins. I'm sure some fans will say that doesn't even really count, blah, blah, blah. It's valuable. Um, you make money off of it. You get another TV game to promote yourself and your program. You get a whole month of more practices to help prepare the team for this year and next. Uh, you can essentially... Um, play players who you haven't played before, you know, give red young, really young players an opportunity. There's a lot of benefits to going to a bowl game, even if it doesn't feel right because you didn't get to six wins. It would be huge if Colorado would be able to do that. And obviously if there was an opening, uh, a bowl would love to have Colorado. Found it. Only two weeks remain, and we're only at 58 bowl eligible teams for 58. 82 spots. 58 for 82. So I had the, the difference right. Not including James Madison and Jacksonville State. Um, if there aren't enough eligible teams, those two teams will be the first team selected, followed by five and seven teams. There you go. And he puts in parentheses, and we won't have enough bowl eligible teams. Yeah, I mean, he's essentially saying it's probably going to fall short. Um, and that's good news for Colorado. Absolutely. I mean, everything but you just mentioned. More better news for time. Colorado would just be winning out and getting of course. in. I mean, man, a win over Utah would be be like bookends of the season, like best moments. It'd be it's pretty true. incredible. Let's start with a win over Washington State. We just need a win. The fan base needs a win so badly. I know. Stop, you know, clawing at each other. <laughs> 5280 Ivan, how many of the returning starters from this year's team will remain starters? Well, Travis, of course, Jimmy. Travis, Jimmy, Shador, Shiloh. Dylan, Dylan, does Hank, 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 Dylan, running backs coming back either way. Yeah, Alton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's another one. Cormani. But he's saying starters. Cormani started last week. He weekend. did start last weekend. Uh, well, then Omari and Cooper. Him or Cormani. That's yep. another returning starter. Yep. Uh, Trevor, I would assume, would be back. Yep. And then. I don't know. If, yeah. Cam. Will remain starters, though? Will the running backs remain starters? I think Alton's your starting running back next year. <coughs> Bless I don't know what's going on with me today. Um, Do you not Alton think? Alton is a starting running back. Yeah. Interesting. You don't think so? I don't know. I want. I mean, see he'd the be the odds-on favorite right now if we put odds on it, I think. <laughs> odds-on favorite if we put odds on it. Um, <laughs> you know what I meant. I think, yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
I want to see what happens in the transfer portal. Like, Colorado's getting the number one transfer portal class again. So, what if... We have know. great backs, though. What if a top five back in the nation transfers? Sure. What if there's a Cam Scadaboo? Not him, actually, but a guy who ran for like 1,400 yards yeah. uh, at a smaller school wants to go up, and he ends up being a baller. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like what you were saying the other day when people were like, make your early um, predictions for next year's record yeah and you're like i i don't even know what the roster is i can't predict who's going to be a starter because i don't know what the roster is i mean that's true amari mcneil would be a good one too bishop all right uh one more brianna green what other players do you guys want to have on the show oh man uh alton is on the top of my list i think i want to talk to that guy the top of my list for a player to have on the show is shiloh well, yeah, okay. Outside of <laughs> Travis, Shador, Shiloh. Well, we've had Travis and Shador. At media day. I mean, that counts. It does count, but it'd be different if we had them here for an hour. No, for like sure, we for had sure. With other Obviously, guys. Those, those guys would be the top for that, but we haven't had Shiloh at all. Yeah. Uh, and I actually think that Shiloh, like, I think Shiloh pays attention to stuff like us the least mm-hmm. of any of these guys. Mm-hmm. So I think Shiloh, if he knew what we do and where we are and how we roll. I think he would actually really enjoy coming on the show. And I think he would, he would fit in well on the show. Uh, I'd love to get Tyler back. Um, well, that'll definitely happen. I mean, Dylan coming back would be great as well. Yep. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy would be great. I'd love to have Jimmy. I could listen to Jimmy talk all day. Yep. Oh, I mean, there's a few guys. Caleb, we almost got Caleb last year. We yeah, get him back. yeah, we'll get Caleb. Um, a lot of guys. But Alton, to me, that guy, he's just an impressive guy. Even when we talked to him for, like, what, five minutes at ASU and mm-hmm. during pregame? We'll Bishop. get him. Bishop would be great Bishop as well. <laughs> we, we have some unfinished business with Bishop. <laughs> we do. Uh, super chat from Kevin. What players do you think may transfer out next year? Gut feeling or otherwise? No way that no CU starter doesn't transfer. I mean... I don't know. I, I don't really want to speculate on this. Uh, well, I would look at guys who haven't transferred before. And that's a very, yes. very small list. Yeah. Very small list. I don't know. Yeah. Jacob Polite, we'll get him back too. <laughs> Arden too. We do have to get Arden back. Yep. In person. Yep. We owe Arden one for sure. Cormani would be fun to have on. I would love to have Cormani on. Yeah. If he would do it, I would love to have Cormani on. Yep, I would too. Is that it? That's all we got. That was fun. That was fun. Good show. Uh, tomorrow, Matt will be back pregame on Thursday in Boulder. We don't know. Pregame at some point on Thursday. Probably in Boulder. Probably in Boulder. And then, of course, Friday, we are going to be having a watch-along during the game. Stay up late with us. Throw us on a second screen. Put us on your phone while you're watching the Buffs game. Um, And let's hang out. And then, of course, post-game right after. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.